Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey, everybody. Stay tuned for this episode with a pharmacist who is serving her country in the U.S. Air Force. All right. So today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast, Kelby Kuhn. Kelby is a pharmacist in the U.S. Air Force and has been involved with the Miss America organization. She received her PharmD from Roseman University of Health Sciences, and she truly has beauty and brains and is serving her country. So Kelby, we are so excited to have you on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Well, thank you, Hillary, for having me. I uh, look forward to the opportunity to share my experiences with everyone. Wonderful. And now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro and maybe share a little bit more about your personal life. Okay, perfect. Um, So I'm married and currently I'm in the Air Force stationed at Joint Base San Antonio in Lackland. Uh, That's located in San Antonio. Um, So how did I get started in the military career pathway? Um, I was in pharmacy school when a recruiter had come and he was talking about their health profession scholarship program. And I had listened to his presentation and thought, wow, this is a great opportunity. You get to serve your country. And along the way, they offer a health scholarship um, to pay for your schooling. And in return, you go on active duty form. So Um, What better way? Uh, Through the Miss America organization, I was involved with them throughout my college career paying for school. They offered uh, scholarship money. Um, So I applied for the application and six months later, I got the phone call saying that I was one of two selected that year for the scholarship. And I had three days to decide if I wanted to take it. Um, So it was kind of a big decision, but it was exciting at the time. You know, at that time, I hadn't met my future husband, so I thought, hey, I'm single, I love to travel, so this is an opportunity for me. So I took it, and it's been one of the best decisions I've made. Wonderful. Uh, That is so interesting. So you had been involved with kind of the Miss America pageants and that kind of atmosphere even before you got into the, the Air Force. Yes, I had. So I started in the Miss America organization uh, back in high school. And then after doing some local competitions, I really um, enjoyed what you do. So with that, they look at service, um, your scholarship, your academics, and then you're also um, an advocate or an ambassador for the Children's Miracle Network. So um, I really enjoyed being out in my community and being involved. Uh, So I really thought that was um, just my opportunity to continue giving service back to uh, my community. Yeah, wonderful. So, Kelby, tell us a little bit more about what it's like to be a pharmacist in the armed services. Uh, It's exciting. Every day is filled with new experiences and challenges. Um, I get to do things that aren't offered on the civilian side. Um, and I'm constantly giving new assignments and tasks. So I think it's a wonderful opportunity as a new pharmacist coming out of graduate school. Uh, you actually are an officer, so you get to run your own pharmacy. You're in charge of technicians and pharmacists. You're a leader, a mentor, 
Um, so it's really a huge opportunity and a lot of responsibility all at the same time. And it's really uh, challenged me and showing me how to grow as a person and a leader. Um, and I've looked forward to each day and learning something new. Um, I think the biggest thing for me currently that I'm doing that I don't see on the outside is I am the pharmacy disaster team chief. So what does that entail? Uh, monthly, I do trainings with a group of pharmacy uh, participants. So it's comprised of pharmacists and pharmacy technicians. And we prepare for real world situations in which a disaster would occur and how are we going to respond to that. Um, so it's been a really awesome program to be a part of and really see the uh, intricates of how things work and um, all the nitty gritties. There's a lot of details that I never knew are possible out there that go into setting up an emergency situation and taking care of responding to those incidents. Yeah, that is really fascinating. And uh, so is any of the work that you're doing for the disaster relief also partnered with other organizations like the CDC or does uh, kind of the, the efforts that you're working on with in uh, the military, is that kind of focused solely on um, like military response? Uh, so we focus on solely mi military response. Um, as I said, I'm at Joint Base San Antonio. So we work with the other services. So it's Air Force, Army, Navy, uh, so it's coming together and collaborating as a team um, and integrating those three branches, which is awesome because we each bring something to the table. Uh, so you really have a lot to learn from each of the expertise. Got it. Yeah. So how many uh, pharmacies are out there across the country on Air Force bases? Um, you'd be surprised. So alone here at Lackland Air Force Base, there are six pharmacies on base. So we have our wow. ambulatory care pharmacy, which services all 48 of our clinics. We have a joint refill processing center. So we do all of the refills for Joint Base San Antonio, which includes the Army site. And then we have our Reed Pharmacy, which services our basic military trainees. So anyone that joins the Air Force, comes here and gets their training. We have a sole pharmacy that serves all those new uh, BMTs in training. And then we have our satellite pharmacy, which uh, our sole mission is to do off-base prescriptions. So any of the providers that aren't on our facility, uh, patients that are seen downtown, we go ahead and take care of those medications for them at the satellite pharmacy, as well as refill pickup. Wow. Oh, I had no idea. That is really fascinating. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, there, I mean, there are a lot of uh, opportunities for pharmacists to be able to use their clinical skills, whether that's in the ambulatory setting or, or, you know, uh, some of the typical roles of, of dispensing and other things. So yeah, a lot of opportunity that's, that's out there to, to get involved in that area of pharmacy. Fascinating. So now let's kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about your participation in the Miss Veteran America competition. I'd love to hear a little bit more about kind of your transition. I guess first you, you were in ball gowns and then you've transitioned into a uniform a little bit, but still got to bring out the ball gowns for the Miss Veteran America competition, huh? Absolutely. So I actually got involved with the Miss Veteran America competition uh, through my cousin. She had seen an advertisement 
uh, for this competition. And she's like, well, you know, you used to do the Miss Miracle organization. You are an active duty member, so you qualify because that's one of the qualifying factors as either active duty or a veteran who has served. So I took the application. I looked a little more into it. And uh, when I learned what the organization was about, so they're connected with a nonprofit organization called Final Salute. And their goal is to raise awareness and money for homeless veterans, uh, which is the fastest growing population and specifically females and their children. Uh, And so when I heard that, I was very stunned by the statistics. More than 50,000 women per day are homeless that are veterans who served our country and gave back. And so um, I felt that that was my call at that point to be a voice for these women and to stand up and go out there and educate people that this is happening um, and also to try and make a difference. So um, with that said, I did apply and I was accepted um, out of the applicants. There was 400 that um, participated. I was chosen as the top 25 contestants in the 2016 Miss Veteran America competition. And with that, it was held in Washington, D.C. Uh, so I went on to participate there, um, ended up placing in the top 10 finalists and won the talent award. Um, And I thought it was a really incredible experience to meet women of all branches in the military service and unite for a cause that's close to each of our hearts for the homeless women veterans. Um, I was able to be that spokesperson for the fastest growing population of homeless people. And approximately um, as a group together, us women, we raised $80,000. And how does this benefit those ladies is it goes towards transitional housing. So they provide a home for the women and their children and they um, give them coaching skills. They set up a LinkedIn account. Uh, They do a whole wardrobe makeover with them. So really they're providing the tools and the skills that these women need to go out to the workforce and get a job to support themselves. So it's not just a handout, we're really giving them the skills that they need. That is amazing. Not only is the philanthropy uh, final salute just so impressive, and uh, I'm sure a lot of, of listeners are, were, are unaware of um, the significant number of women who are homeless, who are veterans, um, but that's amazing. All of the different resources that are, are becoming available for them and and to have people like you to be spokespeople for them and to bring awareness is just so powerful. That's so amazing. All of your service and philanthropy and uh, really interesting. So Kelby, how do you stay current with what's going on in healthcare and more specifically within the pharmacy field? Uh, So for me, being out on a daily practice, things are always changing in the field of pharmacy. So I try and join organizations like APHA, which is the American Pharmacist Association, along with uh, Pharmacy Today. So I subscribe to their newsletter and get those so I can try and read uh, what, what are the current updates, what are changing. Additionally, I was able to attend the ASHP, which is the American Society for Health System Pharmacist Clinical Meeting, uh, where you can actually continue to get your CE credits and learn about what's changing and the new updates to guidelines. And then I also listen to podcasts linked directly to pharmacy and discovering that they discuss many of the relevant pharmacy issues today and presenting many guest speakers from a variety of pharmacy practice settings and career paths. 
Well, that sounds like a lot of good ways to stay on top of what's going on. Thanks for sharing that with our listeners. Uh, I think many people are aware of, of APHA and uh, we're excited about that because it's coming to Nashville, where I live. So we're going to be having an event at Dispensary of Hope, where I work, on March 15th. So anybody coming in, check us out on LinkedIn, reach out. Um, we'd love to have you. And then, of course, ASHP is also a really fabulous way to get to meet so many pharmacists. There are, what, over 20,000 of us all coming in for those meetings, lots of students, um, lots of learning, really great ways to stay involved as well as podcasts. So lots of lots of good information there. And Kelby, what are some of the things that excite you about the future of pharmacy? Uh, so pharmacy is an evolving uh, field in the world of healthcare. So I see the push for the provider status and the key role that a pharmacist can fulfill as part of the healthcare team on a daily basis and delivering that quality of care for our patients. Uh, so something we've currently done is we have our clinical pharmacist, which we've embedded in our family health clinic. And we've really been seeing a revest, an investment on a return there, uh, opening up appointments for providers, but also integrating our clinical skills and using us for hypertension, hyperlipidemia, diabetes management, smoking sensation. So it really has expanded our scope. And I really am excited to see where that continues to go. Yeah, absolutely. So as our final question, what is some advice that you would tell your younger self and for other pharmacists out there who are just getting started in their careers? I would tell myself and the other pharmacists getting started in their career uh, to not be afraid to set some seemingly impossible goals and to dream big. Um, it's been said that the tragedy in life doesn't lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy lies in having no goal to reach. Um, and I found that really true for myself. Uh, never would I have ever thought I'd be in the military today running an operation uh, like I do. I have a $9.5 million budget and I oversee over 26 people in my pharmacy. And on average, we're doing 462,000 prescription orders and dispensing 51,000 refills annually. So um, I think that's a huge accomplishment in my book. I never thought I'd be doing that straight out of pharmacy school. Wow. Well, you are certainly impressive. All of the different accolades, whether it be in pharmacy or providing service, not only to our country, but also to other um, former veterans out there. Lots of great things. So thanks so much, Kelby, for being a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist. 
If you want to see the show notes, go to www.pharmacyadvisory.com. We've got show notes from all of the episodes on there and ways to connect with the guests. Also, be sure to check out the Pharmacist Summit that is happening on March 26th through the 29th. A colleague, Alex Barker, is doing that. There are a lot of great speakers and should be a really exciting event. Stay tuned for next week's episode with Lisa Schultz to hear about thought leadership.